Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 30 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachelle Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. The Philadelphia Eagles fell to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 28-22 in Week 6, so the Eagles are now 2-4. They're heading to Las Vegas after a 10-day break to play Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders, who are now 4-2, coming off of an emotional win over the Denver Broncos 34-24. In the game against the Broncos, Derek Carr looked really good. He completed 18 of 27 attempts for 341 yards, two touchdowns, and he finished with a 134.4 QB rating. Despite all of the adversity that the Raiders faced after their head coach John Gruden decided to resign after his racist, homophobic, and sexist emails emerged, Derek Carr did a really good job showing what type of leader he is and leading this team to an emotional but much needed victory over the Denver Broncos. I think this win was extremely special for the Raiders because of everything that they were going on and we'll see this week if they'll be able to use that momentum in order to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles or if the Eagles can get into a groove and come out victorious. Some of the Raiders' strengths to be mindful of. They have tight end Darren Waller, who led the Raiders with five catches for 59 yards against the Broncos. He's Derek Carr's primary target if and when he's open. They also have three young wide receivers in Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, and Brian Edwards. Wide receiver Henry Ruggs, another Alabama product, had his way in week six. Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs have definitely become one of the league's best deep connections this season. Uh, Ruggs racked up 97 yards and a touchdown on three catches against Denver, and he's averaging 22.3 yards per catch this season. So definitely a player that the Eagles are going to want to stop. On the defense, the Raiders have defensive end Max Crosby. He's that guy, if you don't already know, he's definitely a threat. He ranks ninth in the NFL in sacks with five and six games. So we can definitely expect constant pressure on Jalen Hurts from him. The Raiders pressured Denver quarterback Teddy Bridgewater 33 times. Yes, 33 times. And uh, Crosby alone sacked Bridgewater three times and led the Raiders defensive front with 12 total pressures. All of that pressure helped force Bridgewater in throwing three interceptions and losing a fumble. So I think we're going to expect to see more of this come Sunday. They also have running back Josh Jacobs, who rushed with 53 yards and had a touchdown. And backup running back Kenyon Drake, who made an, a huge impact in Denver. He delivered two big touchdowns as well. But when it comes to the Raiders' weaknesses, their offensive line is definitely a weakness, both run blocking and in pass protection, especially when it comes to the interior. So this is an area where Javon Hargrave, you know, the, the beast that he is, and also Fletcher Cox, we want to see them step up and take advantage and have strong performances, knowing that the offensive line, the Raiders' offensive line, is a weakness. Going into this game, especially with the Eagles as the underdogs, as expected, a few keys to success 
I say are, one, we want to see Jalen Hurts get things going super early so that the Eagles don't have to rally back. Yes, it's nice to see them fight back and, you know, not get blown out by some of these teams in the past few weeks. But if you get things going and in a rhythm and you're accurate and, you know, you're utilizing your running backs and you're uh, hitting your targets, right? There's no need to have to come back if you're already ahead. So that would be nice to see them get things going early. It would be really nice to see them running the ball. We want to see Miles Sanders. We want to see Kenny Gainwell getting those carries. You know, we're making up for lost time. So if anything, they need to be using them more than the bare minimum. We want to see them minimizing penalties. And like I mentioned, pressuring Derek Carr. It sounds simple, right? But now we just have to wait and see if the birds can execute. And this will be the test. This will show us what they've been doing these past 10 days. Tight end Dallas Goddard is back. Dallas Goddard was activated to the 53-man roster early on Thursday after he missed over a week on the COVID-19 reserve list. His return means that he successfully turned in two negative tests at least 24 hours apart. Now with Zach Ertz recently traded to the Arizona Cardinals, this means that, you know, the Eagles are going to be in need of Dallas Goddard to step up into that tight end one role. So we should be expecting to see him getting way more targets. Veteran Eagle center Jason Kelsey weighed in on 76ers guard Ben Simmons situation. I'm sure a lot of you guys are aware of what's going on in Philly when it comes to Ben Simmons in the 76ers and the drama. But Jason Kelsey spoke to the reporters about it on Wednesday. If anybody, Jason Kelsey would know what Philly culture is like. He's been with the Eagles his entire NFL career. So he's learned and developed relationships with the fan base and just the city. So he would know what it means to be a player and be loyal So it was interesting to hear what he had to say about Ben Simmons and how he's handling everything. So take a listen to what he had to say. You write your own narrative. You know, what's going on? I don't want to crush any other play. What's going on with the 76ers, Ben Simmons, stuff like that? All that is because of a lack of accountability, a lack of owning up to mistakes, and a lack of correcting things. If all that got corrected, if you're fixing free throws, if you're getting better as a player, none of this is happening. So you can... Everybody can can complain about, you know, how tough this city is to play in. Just play better, man. The city will love you. The Eagles released their final injury report on Friday afternoon, and two players were listed questionable. Safety Anthony Harris and offensive guard Jack Anderson. But the remaining players listed, their statuses were not listed. If Anthony Harris can't suit up, that leaves Rodney McLeod and Marcus Epps as the only full-time safeties on the 53-man roster. So that means that the Eagles could possibly elevate Elijah Riley from the practice squad. Also, Eagles long snapper Rick Lovato was being listed without a game status as well. And he was limited with a hamstring issue in practice each day this week. Landon Dickerson was recently added to the report. He was limited on Friday due to a knee issue, but he did not have a game status listed. Nick Sariani did say that Lane Johnson will play on Sunday, even though his status was not listed. Lane Johnson will be back at right tackle, 
after missing the last three games dealing with mental health. He was struggling with um, anxiety and depression, so he returned to practice this past week. And with Lane Johnson returning to right tackle, the Eagles will move Jordan Mailata to left tackle, and Andre Dillard will be going back to the bench. And as for the Raiders, tight end Nick Bowers has been ruled out of Sunday's game after he did not participate in practice throughout the entire week because of a neck injury. Defensive tackle Quentin Jefferson was a non-participant due to personal matters, and defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins missed last week's game with a hip injury, but he was a full participant for the second straight day and should be good to go on Sunday. On the Raiders reserve injured list, they have cornerback Damon Arnett, tight end Derek Carrier, offensive guard Denzel Good, offensive guard Richie Incognito, linebacker Nicholas Morrow, cornerback Tavon Mullen Jr., safety Roderick Teamer, linebacker Javen White, and on the reserve slash suspended by commissioner, they have defensive tackle Gerald McCoy. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 30 of Above the Nest with Rachel. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the Bleeding Green Nation content on the feed, including the new BGN Radio and Odds and End Zones episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And you might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would really, really appreciate it. The Eagles do return to action week seven against the Raiders and that game will take place on Sunday, October 24th at 4.05 p.m. Immediately after the game, we will have the BGN Instant Reaction Show with myself, Jessica Town-Taylor, and Aton Shander. So make sure you guys tap into that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We're super grateful for all of you gentle listeners and don't you ever forget it. But I hope you have a wonderful weekend and we out! B G N.